Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Generals gathered in their masses, just like witches at black masses. Evil minds that plot destruction, sorcerers of death's construction. In the fields of bodies burning, as the war machine keeps turning. Death and hatred to mankind, poisoning their brainwashed minds. Oh, Lord, Anybody have heard any good news lately? No. No, it's all bad news for Lord, nothing wrestling-related news that we all heard that we uh, had to talk about, maybe? No, that's why we took a week off. Right? Lord, that's why we took a week off. Good God. <laughs> we have nothing to talk about this week. Ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam is in your ears. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, in person. What's up, man? In studio. In the studios. What's going on? In studio. I'm doing well, man. Yeah? I'm on vacation this week, so I figured I'd make the trip up here and uh, see in person. Anything planned for this week-long vacay? Uh, well, on Tuesday, I saw Top Gun Maverick. Let me tell you. How was? How was? Uh, uh, I nearly shed a tear three different times. It was really. It was intense. Well, it, now this might have it might have a little bit of recency bias because I watched the first Top Gun mm. the night before. Okay. So the last good, thing good, I watched for you, the last thing I watched was Top Gun, and then the first thing the next morning I watched was Top Gun because okay. I saw a matinee show. It was great. Nice. Uh, then there, uh, later that night, I went to a Cyclones game, bought a jersey. It was fucking awesome. Uh, left in the seventh inning though because they were losing, and let's be honest, it's the Cyclones. Go to fraud. It's a, it's the cyclone fraud. I call fraud. If I was at a Staten Island Yankees game, I might have stayed, but you know, it's the same thing as if I was at you know, City Field. Mm-hmm. I almost called it Shitty Field. <laughs> well, you should have. I did. It's the same thing as yeah. if I'm at Shitty Field. <laughs> I guess if so. they're losing in the seventh, I'm leaving until they have a massive comeback, and then you're going to be sad that you lost. That's fine. It's the Mets. It's the Mets. Got it. Understood. Um, Nobody cares. <laughs> we have. A crap ton to talk about because it's been two weeks, and you know, in of all the two weeks that we've missed wrestling, this seems to have been the most news possible in the span of two weeks. Yes, there has been a lot of news. It's crazy. People be retiring. People be not retiring. People, uh, how do I want to put this? Leaving their contracts. People Mm, leaving their positions. Some people leaving other positions and gaining other positions and getting into positions. Oh wow! Hey, someone who got. Uh, exploited for getting into different positions. Oh, Vince. Or, God, it was great. 
<laughs> it was great, wasn't it? What a what a couple weeks. What let's, a time. Let's talk. Let's that's bum rush. Let's 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 do a bum rush episode. And we're just gonna hit like every single topic in a timely fashion. I say this now as I ramble on, and we'll be we're done with this episode in three hours. You say this now as as I tell you before we get into anything. Mm-hmm. I do want to show you this, please. Oh, so it's a very long tubular thing here. I stole the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I would listen if you had the Declaration of Independence in a with an Amazon label on it, that'd be pretty impressive. I he's unfurling some sort of poster, and it is an AEW Anarchy in the Arena. Wow, Anarchy in the Arena poster with the ten gentlemen that partook in said event. Your boy and my boy, right in the right center. Favorite uh, action. <laughs> JAS and Kingston's I dead center. For myself, and then I go, fuck. Chris would probably like this. One. I, I, would. I definitely would. I appreciate that, you man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, as you can see, I can get things framed. You just got to get a frame. That's Studios it. full of frames here. I appreciate that, man. Thank no you. Problem. Thank you very much. With that being said, let's talk wrestling stuff, shall we? And as I mute my phone, uh, we have a. I can say this this weekend. We have a pay-per-view. We do have a pay-per-view this weekend. Not a premium live event. (laughs) Even though it is live, this is a pay-per-view because you are technically paying per view. Um, That's not true, though, because, like, I view it and Steven views it. We're hmm. in the same room together. Ah, okay. So now you're being very technical. Yeah, double pay-per-view. Double. (laughs) (laughs) A DPPV. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds like a mega event. <laughs> I gotta pay. If they, if they were able to find out like how many people you had in the household and you had to pay per person that was in that household, you imagine? That's why I want to know what the numbers are. Like the the man really looking down on you. Like I want to know what the num like pay- is it pay per view buys or it's like viewers. It's buys. It's buys. Okay, I just want to make sure. I just want like so if they like recognize like there were five people in your household and four people paid. We're waiting. Who the on, fuck is in a one household where four different people pay for a pay per view? I'm, I'm saying if the man finds out you have five people watching it, and on your screen it says one person has not paid yet. Which How, man? Vince McMahon? The mm-hmm. too soon? <laughs> too soon? Too soon? Apparently not, because he likes to be on TV recently uh, a lot. Just what a coincidence. Yeah, um, speaking well, of which, I'm not. Which we'll talk about that uh, later on. Speaking uh, of which, people who got featured endeavored by Vince McMahon. <laughs> Let's talk about Johnny Gargano and all things pay per view. Uh, Forbidden Door this Saturday. Uh, uh, we have Johnny Gargano saying that he's in Chicago. Uh, by coincidence, just by coincidence, and, and he said, and I quote: "I promise you, this is ridiculously coincidental, as and has been booked for months. I'll be in Chicago for like eight hours." I also realized in saying this that only like five percent of you are going to believe it. I'm actually telling the truth. Um, yeah, yeah. Smell that. Smell it. Go on. It smells like bullshit. Bullshit. Though. <laughs> He said this Sunday, June 26th, I'll be in... Ch- it, wait, Forbidden Door is Saturday, right? No, it's Sunday. It's Sunday, I'm sorry. I was thinking about that after I said it. This Sunday, June 26th, I'll be in Chicago at the Chicago Card Show presented by Midwest Sports Buffet. I'll be signing autographs in the morning for more info in the morning since the pay-per-views at night. Um, yeah. So he'll, he'll be in Chicago. Uh, and then he, he he posted... He talked about him coincidentally being in Chicago and then he posted the actual ad for... It's three different uh, Chicago Bears and Johnny Gargano. Seems like a really random. Who? Jimbo Jimbo Corvette. Covet. Okay. Covert. Okay. Brian Cabral. Okay. And Wendell Davis. All right. Who the fuck are those guys? <laughs> <laughs> 
As you hear from my pronunciation, I have absolutely no idea. But uh, yeah, but older. you also see people wrestle. You're like, I know his name. It's, I'm just not going to get it. It just right. seems such a random like. I don't know. Let me just pick three three Chicago Bears and a wrestler. Let's see if they I can get them all together in the show. Uh, so yeah, so maybe Johnny Gargano will be there. We'll have to see. Uh, coincidentally, um, let's see. Let me just um, just randomly going uh, all over the place here. Uh, actual reason why WWE released Bray Wyatt. I don't know if it's the if it's the reason you thought. It might have been. A uh, report came out recently which said that many WWE in WWE saw Wyatt's character as buying talent. He did Babyface's no favor by working with him, and he stopped a few notable good guy pushes just by mixing it up with The Fiend, uh, Seth Rollins, and The Miz especially. Uh, this article from Ringside News asked around about the situation, and they were told that this is a shared belief within the backstage of WWE. They were told that internally most everyone here agrees with the thought his character killed everyone he worked with. Unquote. Mm. He killed, uh, it goes on to say he killed Babyface Rollins and Babyface Miz, and there are analytics that document this. A tenured member of the creative team also explained to us that Bray Wyatt saw himself as a new undertaker, but there were dramatically different results after working with the Eater of Worlds. So, so you've created well, you've helped uh, I foster. I kind of agree with that. I, it, but you help foster the creation of it's it's Frankenstein. Like, yeah. So you're 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 like you're basically doing a Vince they had McMahon. To kill their own creation. You're basically doing a Vince McMahon like NWO. Like I created, I can bring it down. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So you you basically have the ultimate character that you had to kill by firing him. Yeah. That makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. I mean, but had, the way had they loose, worded in this, I'm yeah. like, all right, if you got analytics to back it up. But you had him lose I to guess. Goldberg. I mean, it's not like he's like, oh, we don't talk about that. I know, but facts are facts, and you can have that, but you can't have like other. It says on here that he killed Babyface Rollins. I don't remember him being in a program with Rollins. Did he, didn't he face Rollins in uh, Saudi? No. What? I'm sorry. What was that noise? No. No. He didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I get sucked into these, man. I get, I get I sucked you. in by you. I like, had you <laughs> hook, line, and sinker. I, I, I saw I the really, look on your face really going, to think about that. when the fuck did he? <laughs> I really had to think when, about that. Wait, what? You asshole. Um, <laughs> Ringside News is reporting it. They uh-huh. have to know more than I do, dude. This is very true. Um, well, no, I'm saving that for later. Uh, let's see. Oh, Rhea Ripley. Let's talk about uh, Rhea Ripley. Uh, as I was, as we watch on Raw, the recap of uh, the breakdown of, of the Judgment Day, and the new member in Finn Balor and Fergal uh, being the lead, even though they really can't do anything now because Rhea Ripley has suffered a, uh, a brain injury, also known as concussion. Yeah, I don't like the way that they said brain injury. It's after suffering brain I mean, it is a brain injury. Concussion is a brain injury, but concussion just seems like a nicer, softer term. Yeah, <laughs> to, but... To quote as a brain injury. Um, she went for some... She posted on... Uh, That's why they didn't call the movie Brain Injury. <laughs> They called it concussion. It wouldn't, it wouldn't get as many people watching. Yeah. Uh, she posted on the social networks uh, some dental work she had done after getting hit in the face in the ring. Oof. Um, on, uh, on latest Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer discussed uh, Rhea's status. Uh, it's most like a concussion. It was noted that she is not expected to be out of action for much longer after Money in the Bank. Uh, her teeth were knocked loose in a match, and she had braces put in. The braces were evident on her last time she was on TV, uh, but the other thing must have been, you know, when she says her brain, that usually means a concussion. As we've said before, you know, 
We said it on Monday when we announced that the two things that WWE doesn't like to talk about are COVID and concussions. Uh, even though people like Pat McAfee have the leeway to be able to say that he had COVID <laughs> and that he was out of action. So that's the, the story kind of sucks for Judgment Day that they had this kind of push and then redirection and then dead. First thing, uh, Pat McAfee doesn't depend on the WWE for income. Just remember that. Oh, no, That's absolutely. why he doesn't give a fuck about what he does. I, okay, understood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, second thing was, uh, this might say something about me, but uh, I watched Rhea Ripley on television the past couple weeks, you mm-hmm. know, whenever she was on. I've seen her on television. Okay. I did not notice at all that she was wearing braces. I'm now starting to realize that I just noticed her she, hair, and then I don't look at her face well, she did, again. <laughs> she really didn't talk. She didn't do much of anything because she that's did, when she Edge didn't, got, but got attacked. Sometimes you can tell, like if some if a if someone is wearing braces that were freshly put on, they have like that that bigger True. lip and all that. But stuff. they really didn't go to her much with anything as far as camera work or anything. Like, she did nothing. No action. No anything. Maybe like that, I, I rewatched that was the it. Point. I re- yeah, that was probably the point. Now, now, looking back on it, now you see that. Um, I'm starting to f- like really wonder how exactly. Good. Yep. How exactly did they put? Uh, did like Carrie Von Erich be able to do that? <laughs> like with one foot. I think it's crazy to think about. Uh, do you know that uh, we, we shout out that in Texas? We talked about uh, uh, Becky Lynch having the concussion from Nia Jax with the famous bloody nose. That was more of a broken nose. They could sell it as a broken nose uh well it was a broken nose but she said she had a concussion and that she yeah. was just on autopilot so if she can do it <laughs> i'm sure big time big, yeah really come on stop with the excuses anyway uh, maybe it is more of a concussion brain injury i mean, Sorry, I mean brain concussion. injury premium live event <laughs> i mean pay-per-view yeah, yeah, yeah um <laughs> i think i just had a stroke what happened <laughs> what just happened where am i so that's uh Rhea ripley's story and that's why uh uh uh, uh bianca Belair had to basically go through the whole long spiel on Monday Night Raw that she will not be facing Rhea Ripley. And on the fly, have to come up with a five-woman match uh, to determine her opponent, which... Yeah, that was... Carmel is a good way to go, though. I guess. If, you, if you're putting it in a Money in the Bank, I mean, it's not a... Although she it's got... It's not a premium, premium live event. She got the Miss Money in the Bank gimmick over, pretty much. She did. So, I mean, you she might did. have wanted to put her in the... I... Good. Money in the bank. Match. That, that was it. <laughs> um, I was going to say. I figured I, you knew what that was going. Yeah, I was going to kill her right sorry. there anyway. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, I feel like she's come a long way. Uh, if she Carmella? put on, yeah, yeah she, her she, dad was a jobber. She's a world champ. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> she. Uh, I mean, she could put on. What like, more can you ask for as a wrestling? But she could put on a decent match though. Like it, it, like in the day, like you thought she was just like okay. Yeah, because she's, she's practicing cute. with Corey every single, every single day. night. She's she's gotten a every single hello night. Oh! Oh! She's gotten better. <laughs> um, I'm sure there too. The Hickory Dickory Dock is so, still my favorite. I just want to point that out. Shout out Dice. Good. Oh, I'm not. Quick, I'm not going to try to butcher it. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to try to. So Rhea, Rhea Although I know the, the clock struck too, I dropped my goo. I dropped the bitch on the next block. Oh! Oh! There it is. <laughs> I'm not going to say. It, I'm not going to say it. I just said it. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Uh, bu- 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 uh, Jeff Hardy. Uh, he. Yeah. Uh, was not on last week as he was supposed to be because yeah. of his arrest DUI. If you have not seen any video online of the uh, police camera work uh, from the cop car of him getting arrested, I got to tell you, um, after this happened and then that video came out, 
I my my heart dropped a little bit, and I'll tell you why. Because you realized that WWE was kind of right. Well, for multiple reasons, that being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. One one of many. So they were right in kind of you've had your last shot. Um, we just saw him. Like we just saw him. I have like a picture two, with him two weeks prior. I, we both have a picture. I, with him. Yeah, I have a picture <laughs> right next to him and, and Matt. Um, we had just seen him have a hellacious match with Darby Allen, and one of the the craziest spots you'll ever see. And Darby, on record, has said that he thought he would not walk again after doing that chair spot. Yeah. At what at point? At the beginning of the match. At the beginning of the match. And sidebar, we've said it said it before. I'll say it again. At what point is it going to be like, oh my god, he's crippled? <laughs> Like he's, it, it, it does it get to the point where of diminishing returns that we're like, okay, this is now gone way too far. Like he's going to be on a fifty foot ladder. It's going to go on to four tables that are on fire with with uh, barbed wire sticking out. Let me ask you this: Like when does it get to be the the uh, Nick Gage line in in like higher end professional wrestling? How many high flyers do you know that are actually crippled? You're Rey Mysterio. No. Granted, different. No, you know he works a little better. Right. High flyers, but not. there's none. None, right? Right. Name how many wrestlers are crippled completely. Oh. One. That's it. Draws. Two. Lex. He's not crippled. I can't walk. If I'm not mistaken. Huh. Yeah, that I have to look into. I know yeah. Draws was was paralyzed by D'Lo. Yeah. Um. If you really want to talk, uh, Billy Graham, uh. Could barely walk anymore. This is all steroid related. Exactly. None of it is high flying related. Right. That's why it's it, it is a good argument if you don't really know much about okay the history of it. That's it's an interesting argument. Yeah. Right. No, you're right. You're I'm right. not saying I agree with it. I would like for you. I've said this before. Paul, I would Paul like Orndorf, to take Paul Orndorf like doing his life. I would like to take my kids to a match one day mm-hmm. that is Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. That'd be awesome. But. I don't know if those kids are going to be around in 20 years. I mean, Dar- Sammy and Darby speaking. Speaking of Jeff Hardy, he's still doing it. That's what I'm saying. And he's been doing it for how long? Right. He's been doing it since the early 90s. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. He was in high school. He would wrestle on Raw and then go to PE class. <laughs> That's what's crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could barely make it to PE class. <laughs> No, that's a lie. I love. I love. I love, I love Jim. Jim. Absolutely. I dodgeball. Love Jim. Are you kidding me, dude? I used to murder at dodgeball. Uh, me too. <laughs> me too. I used to murder. I used to have this spinning back hook. Oh. I would. I would do a three sixty spin, and at the end of the spin, once I'm front face, I would launch it at people, hit them right in the head. Sometimes. It sounds like like super dodgeball on NES. Like. It was. I was in the Boy Scouts, and after every sing, every Friday after every meet, mm. we would. Uh, we were play dodgeball. Was it's there a badge? Awesome. Was there a badge for that? No, there wasn't. It's a shame. Yeah, that's a waste. It was bad. I got a bunch of good badges, knife badges, knot badges. I could tie. I could tie a mean slip knot. I'll tell you that right now. And a square knot, fisherman's hook. Huh? Don't ask me the name anymore. I was gonna say. <laughs> one of them. One of them <laughs> involves the bunny going around the tree. Like what? I remember this shit. One of them, it, at some point, after four, you're going to start making up names. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, according to... The uh, Westworld Crim Knot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty knot. Pro <laughs> Wrestler Insider, uh, Jeff Hardy's July 5th court hearing has turned into an arraignment and a bond hearing. Uh, he'll have to enter a plea, and with any potential bond in the lead-up to his trial will be sorted out then. 
as of the writing of this article, uh, Hardy is on a $3,500 bond. Which I'm pretty sure he made. I'm sure, pretty sure he made. Um, Hardy will plead guilty or not guilty at the arraignment while his attorney and the prosecutor will argue over what sort of bond Hardy should have enforced leading up to his potential criminal trial. Hardy is currently out on a $3,500 bond. He was scheduled to compete in the latter match that we're about to talk about. Uh, reports suggest AEW was concerned for Hardy's health after the Hardy's encounter with the Young Bucks at Double or Nothing. All I'm going to um, say is... He remain, he remain out of the company until he's treated properly. This so, is going to be an incredible storyline when he comes back and Matt turns on him. You couldn't even keep yourself together. Hmm. You're an alcoholic. Starts dumping shit on him. Also, I just want to back Jeff Hardy up for one second. Sure. We've all been to Dave and Buster's and had a few too many. I like how you use Dave and Buster's as like the catalyst for yeah all the all the bad things of alcohol. No, <laughs> that's the second time that you've brought them up. Is it? Yes. What was the first time? Uh, in, in previous episode, you talked about Dave and Buster's being like a hellacious <sighs> spot. Oh yeah, it's probably because I just went there. Okay. Yeah. It is an awesome spot. I love Dave. But Buster. I mean, that's where he got busted. He got busted leaving the Dave and Buster's. How appropriate. So that's all I'm saying. In his defense, you know, sometimes you go to Dave and Buster's, play Guitar Hero for too long, you have a couple sure. cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said that Guitar Hero leads to yeah, yeah. <laughs> cocktails. I, I said that when I was in my 20s playing now, if Guitar you're Hero. you're really smart, you'd get on the, on the Mario Kart freaking game and you'd practice your driving before you start driving home. Yeah, because that's very realistic. Now, we need to mention this. I'm looking straight into the non... Uh, Non-existent camera. Looking at the camera, right. Uh, We do not condone any sort of drunk driving. We need to make that uh, very well aware. We are not advocating for drunk driving at all. I've looked in three different spots so far. You are really... You are really toning on a on dead dead down the center I'm of this sure that's camera. A green screen. Whatever this camera is, that um, is yes. That is a green screen. That okay. is a green screen. Yes. Uh, so yeah, we don't condone any of it, mm. right? This is all in jokes, all in good fun. Sure, sure. Ha 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 ha. Ah. Proceed. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> now that we got business, you really looked on the barrel of that camera. That was very impressive. Uh, Triple H, man. You know what? And this this will go kind of hand in hand with what we're about to talk about. Uh, but Triple H. I'm sure looked at his wife and was like, "Babe, come on, let's you know, be honest. You know, you know, what, you, know, you, know you know what we want to do." She said, "What do you want to do? You, you know, give me what I want." Give me- <laughs> and, that- and she goes, "Is that what you want? Is that what you want?" <laughs> Triple H returned to work at the WWE Performance Center. Bravo. Triple H was reported to have said, I'm back upon his, hori- his arrival. There's no. no way he just said, I'm back. I'm back. Come on. There had to be some sort of expletive. I'm back, that. bitches. I'm back, motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> uh, Melter reporting saying that he was just there. He said that he was back. He didn't say what exactly that meant. I asked some people here, and they said that he just said things are happening, and he can't talk about them right now, but he's back. So that's basically it. Whatever will come out in the days to come. But nobody knew exactly what he meant by that. Was he back running NXT? Perhaps. Is he back with more power? Yes. <laughs> he does seem to have more power now. Uh, the black and gold uh, era of NXT, remembered fondly by us fans here who keep talking about it on a daily basis, and the rebranding of 2.0, which immediately was removed from the show, <laughs> apparently because it just did not bring the interest, and I feel like, what can he do with 2.0, exactly what he has with 2.0, but bring in the black and gold ideals and By merge starting both. to bring in like a uh, like a 2.5. You bring in independence again instead of holding your own people. Instead of college athletes, why can't you do both? Uh, 
let me let me uh, elaborate. I'll turn my mic off. Go uh, you should do both. Okay. You should absolutely do both. Because, but you need those independent wrestlers there. That's, I think, one of the biggest things because they have experience in the ring, mm. right? Doesn't it doesn't matter that it is. Uh, it might be a smaller ring. Who knows? I got to get more accustomed to the bigger WWE rings mm. and all that stuff. But it, it's worth it because they know the craft. And I think that with with Triple H back in in NXT, it'll be it, they'll be able to hone the craft well. So I think that'll be good. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Um, listen, some of the matches that they've had uh, have been really good. Like the last uh, in your house was was actually really good. Yeah. I just feel like... And I love that Mandy Rose is on top. Uh, yes, I would love her. I love Mandy Rose on top. Love Mandy on top. Um, I just feel like... Speaking of which, her Instagram this past weekend. <laughs> oof, oof. On the boat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is your... <laughs> This is your pervy portion of the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of the show. Um, brought to you by brought to Trojan you. <laughs> and Romantic Depot. We like brought to you by AshleyMadison.com. <laughs> we like NXT and I love NXT. Love NXT. Toxic I really, attraction. Ray, and I hope Gigi Dolan gets better. Oof. Oof. Uh, I, I really think if they could do both, if they could, if he could keep what's on there and craft the stars of tomorrow while bringing in and I think that's what that's what he was doing I mean that's what essentially he was doing Cole Chapel those were guys that were in the indie scene for years and he came over what do you mean he lost Triple H lost oh right plain and simple that's why he got it taken away but see that's not fair I mean life's not fair but I'm saying that's not fair considering that he went up against face to face against another company it's not like it was a show versus another show it was a company like at the time, dynamite the was just dynamite. Against their uh, it developmental was, brand, right? It was just it was just dynamite. So that is just the company. And also now, Rampage is pulling in less number, way less numbers than NXT was. NXT is. You imagine? But that's Rampage. That's not dynamite. Right. I'm not saying that's dynamite. Friday, that's Friday, Rampage. ten o'clock is not really like saying much as a Tuesday at eight o'clock. Like you're in prime time on USA. Yeah, but it's a Tuesday. It's still prime time. Yeah, you're right. It's still prime time, and you would think that. You would think that Rampage would pull in some of the numbers, which I mean, it was in and in, in sight of like Tony Khan thinking about what Rampage could be. You'd think that you would pull some numbers from SmackDown and kind of get you know a bump, but that's not that's that doesn't happen apparently. And so, what does that go to show you as far as the product? Like, can you just have a show where it's just wrestling? Apparently not. Without advancing storyline, it's really it's we we talk about Rampage. We love an hour show. I love the conciseness of a show. Listen, I still watch Rampage. Uh, I think it's great because some of the matches on there are some of them are better than what they have on Dynamite sometimes. Yeah. But if it's not pushing the story forward and it's a ten o'clock on a Friday, I don't know. It, it feels like the time slot is really fucking them over. Is it? Yeah, time slot. Okay, so you put Rampage on a Thursday at. At eight, eight, yeah, the day after, <laughs> the day after dynamite. That's fine. Is that too much? Too close? Too much? Too young? Too fast? Sometimes some okay, people say. Right. All right, <laughs> I've lost Joe. You gotta <laughs> take it up. Uh, so Triple H back in the NXT. I don't know how the rest of that song goes. I just want to point that out. <laughs> what song is this? Uh, too much? Too that's too much? Too young? Too fast? I think is the name of the song. Molly Crew. Too much. 
too young. There Airborne. we go. Airborne. Airborne. Wow, I did not think that. I've never even heard of this. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Glad yeah. I know I wasn't going crazy. All right. There you go. Uh, ba 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 Matt Riddle was on the Tonight Show. You mean Riddle? I mean Riddle. Sorry. Um, since we're just talking about NXT, I forgot to use his full name. Uh, he made a surprise appearance on his government name. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. His government name. Um, Fallon. Let's see here. Uh, during the show, Fallon reached into the audience suggestion box and made up a scenario in which a prospective NBA draft pick shot an onion ring like a hockey puck past a WWE superstar. Riddle comes out. And then uh, Jalen Williams from Santa Clara. And then he kicked off his, his flip-flops and went to work. I feel like Riddle is there. <laughs> I'd crush it at, at that game. With onion rings, uh, puck smacking? Straight up open my mouth. <laughs> You would eat dirty floor rings. Yeah, launched at 100 miles an hour in my face. Yeah, just crack a tooth, but you know what? It's worth, worth it. it. Worth it, absolutely. Great story, you crazy? Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to, to use the time right now to segue into SmackDown on Friday. All right. Uh, the main event. Yeah. It was absolutely insane. Bang. Kudos to Riddle for for being the guy now. I mean, you have Orton's. Orton did his job. Orton did his job with, and not only did he do his job, as everybody knows, he loved doing his job because he was paired up with Riddle. So now him being hurt, kind of, it's unfortunate, but gives Riddle a huge bump. Riddle, as the fa- as almost the face of Raw. Yeah. Now, which is kind of a weird thing to say. Because- Riddle has earned the respect of a lot of WWE superstars in the mm-hmm. back, and the only reason I say that. Is because Seth Rollins has come out verbally against having to face Matt Riddle. So the fact that Seth is pretty much going into a storyline after what we saw in Raw, mm-hmm. the fact that Seth is going into a storyline with Riddle should speak a lot to how much Riddle has come right. over the past. Because now, at first, they thought he was just some jabroni who was trying to, you know cover up for a failed UFC career mm. with all due respect Sir Riddle okay probably choked me out just by looking at me sure sure I think he finally was able to get the steam behind him and he's he's over with the crowd and mm. I think that that raises a lot for uh, his stock but he I mean the match was amazing I know like it was such an entertaining match that I, I honestly I didn't think anything of it you knew that he was, wasn't going to win but uh, as as uh, Cody Rhodes said on Broken Skull Sessions, sometimes you can lose and still get that huge bump that you need. Yeah, and it's getting over versus going over, right? And he got over. Oh yeah, he got over big time um, with that match. So I think what got him we got him that, over. That was a little Boston came out of me. I don't know where that <laughs> we came got from. him. What got him over was the when uh, he was in the tag match and, and Shinsuke got uh, work injured. Mm. I think that's what got him over the most. Yeah. Because he just went through the match. And he almost beat him. Yeah. But, you know, saying goes, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. And hand grenades. It's it's interesting how uh, this Seth Rollins storyline would not be a thing had it not been for injuries. So Riddle with Orton. Orton got injured. Correct. Rollins with Rhodes. Rhodes got injured. Since we're on the topic... I want to pose this scenario to you, and I I feel like it could come true, and I wouldn't mind if it did. Mm. What if they took the title off Roman and put it on Brock? 
which is probably what's going to happen at SummerSlam. Yes. Yes. There's a second part to that that I want to get into in a I second. I would love if Riddle was able to fight Lesnar. No. Just for storyline purposes. I think that would be amazing. I would love for Riddle to fight Lesnar, but not for a title. Because I know that Riddle's going to lose mm. at least one of those matches. I would have Seth win Money in the Bank. Cash in on Brock. Mm. Or Heist of the Century 2.0. <laughs> It's a big two point is a big thing nowadays in the wrestling business. It really is, you know, especially in the sports entertainment. Entertainment, um, <laughs> but that would be that would lead a path where we can get The Rock versus Roman, and it doesn't have to be for a title, which makes it more of an intriguing storyline. Because with, if Roman were to keep it until then, mm. it would make it seem as if Roman's going to win, like just like that. Mm. Even though it is The Rock. You have Seth go into Mania as the WWE champion, and Cody Rhodes returns at the Royal Rumble at number 30 and wins a Rumble. Rhodes versus Rollins at WrestleMania mm. for the WWE Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship of the World. <laughs> wow, look at you. Lots of words. All right. <laughs> Take a breath. That was a lot to get That was out. a lot. <laughs> But, yeah, that's the scenario I would place. That's the way to get Rhodes the championship, mm. and you can still get The Rock versus Roman, which is what everyone wants. Was, and they wouldn't mind it if it wasn't for a title. What if Rock comes in during the Lesnar-Reigns match, somehow interrupts and, and costs him Reigns? The match, like, why fine. are you here? Slaps Rock in the face and costs him, costs him the match. Costs then, Reigns the match? That's yeah. fine. I'm okay with that. And then you have Brock, or you have Seth come in after. Mm. Okay. I'm okay with that. You don't have to do the heist 2.0. Yeah. I would actually much rather you don't do the heist 2.0. Mm. I'd rather you have a definitive winner and then the money in the bank briefcase gets cashed in. Right. Okay. But you have to do, you would have, mm. Mm. Seth would have to wrestle twice more at least before WrestleMania in order to go right. as the champion. Because if he wins it and then cashes it in later on against, in, like in that match, he would have, Actually, no. He would have to hold it for almost, you know, seven months, eight months. Which he could. He could, but it's the, it's the only title. Mm. Seth has done the only title thing before, but he's had other people around him. Right. You know, he had the authority uh, deal. He had all this other stuff around him. Mm. He's never really done it alone. But this is the gimmick that he could do it alone, especially as a heel. I feel, I feel like... I don't know. You we're talking about Seth Rollins, and for some reason, I, I I'm thinking about Sasha Banks. Okay. And you you just said as far as like Seth Rollins reaching a certain level, mm-hmm. and Seth Rollins is is a top WWE WWE guy. Sasha Banks is a top WWE girl, but she hasn't gotten there. Like Charlotte's there. Becky Lynch is there as far mm-hmm. as like having like that top name. Yeah. Sasha Banks has had the belt. Even Bailey at one point was like was the champion for all those those days on for SmackDown. I feel like Sasha gets the belt and is like the the segue into the next portion of the storyline, and she's never really had her moment to have like a reign, like a Sasha. proper reign. Which is why I feel like part of it, her leaving, has to do with that as well. And I just went off a, a tangent because you said as far as Seth Rollins, but Seth Rollins. All that to say is, I feel like Seth Rollins really hasn't been there either. I get what you're saying. I don't put Sasha in the same category as Seth. I put Becky in the same category as Seth. 
if I were to compare like the shield mm. to the four horsewomen, mm-hmm. it would be Roman is equal to Charlotte. Seth is equal to Becky. Mm-hmm. And uh Ambrose is equal to Sasha. Sasha, okay. And Bailey. Right. <laughs> right. But but Moxley Moxley has gone on to do maybe is that what she Moxley used to has. do? Moxley's gone on to be Moxley has bigger than Rollins. Not Ambrose. Not as big as as Reigns. Not as big as Reigns. No. 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 <laughs> Reigns is on a on God level. <laughs> if this Moxley was in WWE, he would be yes. that level of superstar. Agreed. He would be he would be a level up. I think I think people are just underrating Seth Rollins. Oh sure, I mean he's one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Yeah, right. But I think you know. But they he has... say that the whole you know six four two fifty thing isn't a thing. But I mean, there's a reason why Roman is the man. It, but is it a kind of reason why Seth is the underrated man? Right. <laughs> but is it because of his character? Like, do you need to have like this serious but tough character to be? over like that to maintain some sort of length of story you need to have it believable that like, roman reigns is believable this, the roman saying reigns seth freaking rollins is not believable because of his he, he's it, it the, the shtick is he's kind of like you know he's loose seth he's funny Fri- he's hang on seth freaking rollins mm-hmm. borderline believable borderline right seth rollins right he's believable. yes so but the seth freaking rollins gimmick you will not meh. you will have i gotta stretch my legs you will have uh like a Sami Zayn kind of run if I don't know if it's, it's, it's if the character's not changed if you can change it into something that's more believable or go back to believability I don't know I don't either Seth, here's the problem I'm just, like, my, my, I like my, the spot that Seth Rollins is in though which is fine for now yeah that's, that's, that's fine I'm not complaining about the spot he's in I'm just saying as far as being on top of the mountain and reaching if you're going to get the belt and and compete for it, then you know, be believable and, and have a run that's not going to be. That's why I like AEW because it's not this where you're going to have like a Segway champ and then go like they people hold the belts, hold it for months, and you're yes. you're, you're invested with Tony Khan has you invested in this person facing these amount of people until the time is right to move it on and give it to somebody else. Yeah, this WWE feels like you get a belts and part of me likes the. Questionability as far as like when it might go, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I want to. I'm, I'm now invested in this person. I want to know where it's going to go. I was invested when Biggie got it because he finally got it, and it was it was for shit. So it didn't go anywhere. So some superstars are better on the chase than they are actually as champion. Agreed. Right. Agreed. So you get to, you can only find that out when you have. I guess when you have the belt. Yeah. Hangman. I'll, I'll put it to you like this. Mm-hmm. Hangman. Not by much. But because the chase was so long and because there was so much backstory in his chase to the title, mm. I think his chase was better than his championship run. He had a great run, but that chase that led up to it, those two long years of when is Hangman going to be champion, and it finally paid off, and it was awesome. Right. But the, the, the reign after that was – he, he could have done more, in done, my opinion. He could have done, done a lot more. more. Absolutely. I think you should have done a lot more had an offer in for CM Punk. Then CM Punk gets injured, and you just pretty much took the title off for of nothing. Hangman for nothing. But you didn't know that. That's not his fault. Yeah. That's not his fault. I mean, it's, it's, it might be his fault. That he Hindsight being twenty twenty, you wouldn't have put it on Punk. Hindsight being twenty twenty, you wouldn't have put the universal title on Finn Balor. Right. Right? Yeah, we still wouldn't have known. We still don't know. And we'll never know what that, that reign could have been. 
Um, but you gave it to... We know. We know. We've seen it. It would have been NXT Finn Balor. Which would have been amazing. It, it would have been awesome. Absolutely amazing. Um, which is why I hope they don't screw the, screw him up with Judgment Day. Um, don't hold your breath. But <laughs> but you already saw what, what Hangman could do because he had the belt for all this time. And so him not giving the belt up to CM Punk would have given him, what, another pay-per-view match? Like, you, you already established what he was going to be. Yeah. So it, I would have done a winner-take-all at Forbidden Door. <laughs> the way they're doing it for the tag match. Right. I like it. Which, I'll just put it out there. Mm. If it's winner-take-all, and FTR even has the possibility of losing their titles, mm. FTR's walking out with both titles. Okay. So, you want to get into it? Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. All right. Let me sit back down. I'm going to need to. Uh, I'm going to need to sit down for some of these pronunciations. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going into Forbidden Door. So this Sunday is Forbidden Door, followed by Blood and Guts. You know what? Sometime in my in our lifetimes, just because of how COVID fucked us over. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yes, I'll say it. At some point, we have to seek out Blood and Guts. Yes, <laughs> like we have to go and see it because we are, we need, as Miro would say, to be redeemed. Yes. And see it live because we were supposed to see it. And also, as Mira would Fucking say, COVID. I just want to see my very hot wife. I love him so much. <laughs> She's gorgeous. God. She's somehow got hotter. God, gold, and my gorgeous wife. Yeah. The three Gs. Uh, so I'm going to let you have <laughs> this entire lineup of Forbidden Door. If we could run through it, uh, starting from the bottom that we're here. The Ass Boys. Mm-hmm. The Gun Club. Billy, Colton, and Austin Gunn with Max Caster. Versus a New Japan dojo team of the DKC. Don't know. Kevin Knight. Don't know. Alex Coughlin. Don't know. No, I'm shocked you don't know. And Yuya Uemura. Okay. On the buy-in pre-show. I don't see Hook anywhere. That's a little troubling. In my opinion. Whatever. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like the ass boys and and max are gonna pull this out uh-huh. the platinum ass boys that some people might call platinum it. ass boys uh i think they might pull it out i really don't know th- th- this is what i like about this and me not knowing a whole lot about new japan like mm-hmm. i know the heavy hitters and stuff like that but mm-hmm. even then it took me a while to get those names mm-hmm. down good for you those uh, those new guys i just don't know anything about so uh, that and like i said that's what i love about this um yeah absolutely Staying with this, I'm sorry. Also, anytime I can get somebody scissoring on live television, it's awesome. Speaking of scissoring, uh, really quickly, uh, it's Pride Month. Uh, yes. Happy Pride Month to those who celebrate. Uh, but I will point out, first of all, I didn't know Anthony Bones was gay until I went on his, his Instagram. And really? It's like, whoa, you're, you're okay. Um, and good for you. Uh, he puts it all out there. He, I, he does. <laughs> on social media. I had no, absolutely no idea that he was gay. Uh, I will also say... And a lot of people bitching and moaning on, on social media, and I kind of get it. Um, when they have these months, uh, you know, uh, Pride Month, uh, Women's History Month, uh, Black History Month, whatever, AEW will go out of their way to have these special vignettes, these, these promo pieces in between each segment where they're interviewing someone who is a woman, who's black, who's gay, you know, and, and they, you know, that, they, that AEW represents. So when Sonny Kiss is interviewed for Pride Month, and the fans online went absolutely insane. Like, you can have him promote Pride Month, but you can't have him wrestle. Yeah. Why? I just wanted to point that out. I feel like it's, it's just kind of weird that you are... I feel like they do wrestle. We just don't dark. see it because it's on dark. 
but he's good. But okay, but here's the thing. <laughs> he's still job to somebody else. Wouldn't it be more pandering on... if he's on Dark the whole time and then only during Pride Month he's on Dynamite? I think that's even more pandering. But it's the same thing. Just book him on a, on a consistent basis. I underst- yes, I agreed. But it's... Or whatever their pronouns are. <laughs> but it, I understood. But at the same time, if you're going to put him in this promotion for celebrating Pride Month, where the hell is he? That's the only time you're going to use him? Is for some random dark matches and, and Pride Month? I mean, we've seen Anthony Bowens was on at the beginning of the uh, of the month. And we've seen right. him in a wheelchair. Well, that's because he's hurt. Yeah. Okay. So it's just because I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I just okay. I, I get it. So yeah, but so Bowens can get TV time. It's uh, but Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss is booked on a consistent basis. He can just. He, I guess he he must be his record must be insane because I'm sure he's winning over it in dark. Uh, probably. Not it. <laughs> I have no idea. Neither do I. Go on. Go on. I'm sorry. Uh, love this name. The Dudes with Attitude. Dudes with Attitude. Okay. I think I, I think I know those names. Why, why uh, does AEW, I'm sorry, why does AEW feel like it's getting more sports entertainery by the day? Uh, because. Uh, Dudes with Chris, Attitudes? Chris Jericho uh, dropped the name. That's why. It's just funny. Go ahead. Sting, Darby Allen, Hiromu Takahashi, and Shingo Takagi mm-hmm. versus the Bullet Club. For one night only, the Young Bucks, El Fantasmo, and Hikaleo. That's going to be a great match. Yeah. And uh, I would have loved, uh, I've been on this show saying multiple times, I would have loved just a straight-up Bullet Club Civil War. That would have been great. Hmm. But having them come together, I'm okay with that. I wouldn't mind if the Young Bucks turn on these two, you know, Bullet Club young boys, so to speak. But, they're you know, they're not young boys. I get that. Hmm. Uh so we'll see what happens. That's going to be a fucking great match. I'm going to give it to the Young Bucks. Okay. I, I think it's the only way, unless the Young Bucks just leave Phantasma and Hikaleo. But it's Hikaleo. Ooh, maybe Tamatanga comes out there in that match. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. You get, get every Bullet Club member to come out. And yeah, dude. Out. Like NWO. Fine, for one night only, get uh, AJ and Finn to come over. And... Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. <laughs> That is not going to happen. That happen. Get Cody over there for one night, too. Well, that well, might be closer to happening. Right, because he's not doing anything. Yeah, exactly. There you go, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eddie Kingston, Shota Umino. Eddie. And uh, Wheeler Yuta versus Chris Jericho, Minoru Suzuki, and Sammy Guevara. With Tay Conti on the side. With Tay Conti on the... <laughs> uh, I wish I knew more about New Japan. This way I could talk and I can elaborate more on these dudes. Sure. But, I mean, let's be honest. You have Eddie Kingston and Minoru Suzuki in a match. doesn't matter what kind of match. Somebody's going to get fucked up. And I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a brawl. Now, I really want to talk about this next match. Yeah, we uh, speculated all over the text thread. Yeah, we did. And uh, Steven's speculations were the two of them that were running through my head. And mm. I made that known. Zack Sabre Jr. versus what was supposed to be Brian Danielson, but because Brian Danielson is hurt and is not revealing the extent of his injury, but also saying that his brain is okay. Uh, he will not be competing at Forbidden Door no or bra- no Blood or Guts. No brain injury there. No brain injury, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, Zack Sabre Jr. will be facing the newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club, hmm. TBD. TBD, question mark, question mark. Yes. Cesaro? I think it might be Cesaro. Johnny Gargano? I don't think it would be Johnny Gargano, strictly because it seems like it's someone who Brian is more familiar with. Bray Wyatt? 
No. Ooh. I mean, how, how much more familiar? I'm going to stop talking like that. Well, how much more familiar can you possibly get than Bray Wyatt? Yeah. I mean, he was in the damn family. I mean, Cesaro. That's how. he was. But he was in the family. Daniel Bryan was in the family. Yeah, but so was John Cena. <laughs> that's right. John, John no, wait, Cena. wait, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> the I'm sorry. Hang on. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. I got those mixed up. I got those mixed up. John Cena was in the Nexus. Randy Orton was in the family. No, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Whoops. The Nexus. <laughs> the Nexus. Yeah, so I'm going to go out and say that it's going to be uh, Claudio Castagnoli. Oh, jeez. Okay, you're just saying names. I... That's Cesaro. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I think you should just go by. Yeah, and I don't watch Raw for a couple weeks. And he's Cesaro. Like, oh, I really didn't know. Man. I didn't know it was his name. Uh, yeah, but he'll probably come back as like... Cesaro Castagnoli I think he should, or he should come back as Cesaro Cesaro should be there in some place Antonio should be there somewhere because it's go by OG Antonio name. Castagnoli yes <laughs> there's a big fuck you to Vince if McMahon he just... he's like you want to shorten my name <laughs> just here's with... the longest name ever with bitch. the most vowels I could possibly find listen I, you have the music hit with the green lettering and like the same kind of imaging that he had in WWE that name comes up on the screen and you just see him coming out of the, the heel tunnel and people just like slowly build up that lose their shit mind kind of thing and just go what words after the word swiss do you think wwe still has a trademark on <laughs> and what can we call the swiss, antonio cesaro this no wait that was his name wwe i'm sorry antonio right. castagnoli no, no 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 you can't do it he's not gonna be able to use cesaro the any form of cesaro. the swiss knife the swiss missile no that's the, swiss the swiss missile the swiss missile <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, Miro. Look at this. I'm, I'm all here. Listen, the, the All-Atlantic Championship has been deemed the international championship. Um, yeah, the IC title. The IC, but no, international, I'm saying. Not intercontinental. I'm saying international because it doesn't seem like there's anybody American that can hold this belt. Um, but I'm, I'm here for this match, man, because all four of these guys, I, I think it was just put on an insane match. Yeah, it's going to be wild. Especially Tomohiro Ishii. Well, who's in the match? He is in the match. Okay. Who else? Uh, Malachi Black, Miro, and the bastard. The bastard. He's a bastard. Pack. I feel like he just wants to say the word bastard. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, Jim. We we know. I don't know which way this is going to go. If it's Tomohiro Ishii, actually, I do know it's going to be Miro. Miro's going to be the first ever AEW All-Atlantic Championship. He should be. Champion. He should be. Yeah. He's so over he is. Just, and as much as Malachi, I would love for it to be Malachi Black. Mm-hmm. I just want to see him go more into the the trios gimmick as opposed to him being. He he is a single star. Mm-hmm. I get that. But. Well, not the faction that he has. Yeah. I, I, I want to see this title defended on occasion. Yeah. So but uh, but amongst fun. all uh, AEW and the umbrella of AEW. So AEW. Uh, 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 Ring of Honor, New Japan, take it everywhere. <laughs> take the belt. Uh, yeah, door. absolutely. I mean, Ring of Honor is just AEW now, right? But yes, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's uh, AEW South or North, wherever. ROH <laughs> is war. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they should use? I don't think anybody's using that moniker. I was going to say ROH is whore because that's what it would be backwards, <laughs> but it gives us <laughs> wrong connotation. Raw is whore. Yeah. <laughs> Um, FTR, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, FTR, 
versus Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn of the United Empire of New Japan. By way of New Japan <laughs> Pro Wrestling. Uh, versus who they are the IWGP tag champions versus Rapungi Vice Rapungi in a Vice. three-way tag team winner takes all title match. Fun, fun name to say for the Ring of Honor and IWGP tag titles. I'm gonna say that FTR is winning this match. Hmm. Okay, just because they have made it very well known that they want every title from every major promotion, and they pull up Kurt Angle here. Yes, however, at separate times, instead of all at the same goddamn time. <laughs> I think they want to go for the same time. It seems like they want to, like, everybody wants to hold the belts, like uh, all the belts. It's, it's like WWE, too. Like We're just we're just going to collect belt collectors. Yeah, but AEW did it first. Whoops. Hello. AEW, AEW did it first. They did do it yeah, first. Yeah, yes. Kenny yes. did it, and then the Christian, well, Christian no. well, kiboshed that. Right. Okay. The Thunderstorm match. Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm for the <laughs> AEW Women's Championship. Look what you did there. <sighs> Look what you did there. No win for Tony. <sighs> All oofs. <laughs> All um, yeah, now Thunder's going to retain that. I don't see the title changing hands just yet. Mm. Although I wouldn't mind if Tony Storm would be champion because, listen, the only fan picks with Tony Storm as a champion is going to be pretty fire. <laughs> Put those belts on certain spots. You pretty can cover fire. Up, cover up those spots. Uh, what, this is going to be an interesting match. The IWGP US champion, you think you Will Ospreay versus oh. Orange Cassidy. You didn't think you needed this until they put them together. <laughs> I didn't think I wanted this until I saw it. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this you know is going to be I'm for this. amazing. Yep. It's going to be incredible. Just because we know what Orange Cassidy can do when he turns it on. Will Ospreay. I mean, Will fucking Ospreay. Let's be honest. I don't think he's going to lose, but... No, Will Ospreay is retaining that. Yeah. I feel like everybody's going to retain except for F- FTR is going to win the title. Okay. And, well, the next one. John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi for the interim AEW World Champion. Mm. I think we are going to have our first segue champion oh in john moxley oh yeah oh. I and mean, it's his second run it's he's really they're gonna build up for a moxley versus punk match i, I think, don't think tanahashi's winning this i think they i think if if you ever had the opportunity to have a interim belt holder uh because i mean as as common places it seems for AEW, um this is kind of a, a unique situation because he was not supposed to face John Moxley. Um, but I think if you give it to Hiroshi, that'd be awesome. Just because you can have this this short period of time where you have this guy who's... It'd be an article for sure. Absolutely. And It'd so, be news. I think just for the temporary time and then CM Punk can come in and, and win. Yeah. Um, you know, and he can put CM Punk over. I, I think it would be very cool just to, like, out of Forbidden Door, you've you've giving your belt to someone from New Japan, and now he's going to represent for however long he needs to until Punk comes back. Then that raises the question. If it was CM Punk versus Tanahashi, who's going to win? It was probably going to be CM Punk. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't think... But now you have the opportunity because he's not in the picture. You have, as I mentioned before, AEW holding, having their belts holders hold them for a long period of time. You can have him hold it for a shorter period of time until CM Punk comes back. I don't think CM Punk's coming back that quick. You're gonna have you're gonna have a New Japan guy hold the hold the AEW title for 
a couple months and not have it be anywhere on AEW television, it'll, it'll pop up sporadically. Mm. But if you have Moxley holding the title, it'll be on there. I think it's just full time. I don't know. I think it's good. Um, I think it'd be a good promotion, like good cross promotion to get someone. Uh, it's like it's like Forbidden Door just doesn't have to end here. I feel like that's such a finite, like everything, everything New Japan and Forbidden Door ends with this pay-per-view and then we don't do it again. Hello. Hello. We don't do it again until our next Forbidden Door pay-per-view. Only fans message. What is that? Let me delete okay. that right now. Um, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're not supposed to see that. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like it's so, it's so obvious if we're just going like, to kill everybody on New Japan. I mean, uh, like... People, I want to see this be a Like, well, Osprey's going to win. Thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. But why not leave that suspense where you're going to have someone from the other side at least win a major belt, and you can have this. Well, the, they are. Oh, FTR is going to win the IWGP. I'm talking about someone title. like I'm talking about the Tanahashi. I'm talking about someone like him. All right. Well, let me ask you this: between this match and this le- this last match that they have on here, mm. Jay White, Hangman Page. You want to take that name? Or you want me to do it? Please. <laughs> Kasuchika Okada. Not even where I was going to go. <laughs> and Adam Cole for the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Championship. Ch- yeah, I, I champion. So out of those two, who's coming home with the opposite team's belt? And why would you put it on a different person? Right. Hmm. Well, I think White's going to retain. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I mean, I think White's going to retain. I think it's he just got the belt. He's not going to lose it unless Cole somehow... Then that, there's your there's your twofer. How about that? If you're gonna give it to Hiroshi, then give it to Cole or, or have Page win it. Someone from AEW. I would it would be Page. Okay. I, I don't think it would be Cole yet. Okay. For for the for the makeup of dropping it to Punk <laughs> and yeah. him suddenly going. Um. But Jay, Jay just got it. I know, which is why he's not gonna drop it. Right. That's right. Okay. That's why I also think Moxley's gonna win it because he's just on such a tear. I get that he's you know Tanahashi is the ace. Of New Japan Pro Wrestling, mm. but I mean, this is John fucking Moxley, the wild thing, makes my heart makes sing. my heart sing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> makes everything groovy, groovy, wild thing. Uh, all right, listen, I'm I'm stoked. I took off of work for this. It better fucking be good. <laughs> you took off for a pay per view? No, I just switched to yeah, shift. I will be getting out early enough. <laughs> good for you. It's, it's, it's my first day back, too. First day back at work, got to work 12 hours, 6 to 6. Jeez. Lovely. Lord. Make that money. Yeah. Uh, Forbidden Door. That's this Sunday on the pay-per-views. Yes. Uh, really quickly, uh, before we go into the other company, uh, you have something about Paige? Yes. The soon-to-be former Paige mm-hmm. of WWE. Me fandom. and Soraya. Soraya. Go back like... Soraya Bevis mm-hmm. took to her Instagram or Twitter, one of the two, and posted this page here. July 7th will be my last day with WWE. I'm so thankful, and I appreciate the opportunities that the company has given me. I will always be appreciative of the company that took in an 18-year-old British pale emo girl that didn't look like your average diva, giving me the chance of a lifetime and making me feel like a superstar. I know after my... Ne- Whoa. I know after my neck injury, taking me out of it, taking me out of England in ring status, it was pretty hard to keep me around for as long as you did, and I'm thankful. And for that, I'm thankful too. 
Thank you to the WWE Universe. You guys are the most passionate group of fans I've ever seen. Hope you continue to stay on this journey with me. I think the toughest part, weirdly enough, is having having to let the name Paige go. But Soraya is a hell of a name. Kudos to my mum for that. I should have done it in the whole episode. <laughs> very accent. Beatles of you. FYI, I'm not saying I'll never be in the ring. That day will most certainly come again, wherever the return may be. Thank you to the WWE, Soraya. Soraya. Should be interesting. The show in So July 7th will be the last day on her WWE contract. And Chris, if you remember, that means she does not have... A no compete clause. Thank you. <laughs> which means on July eighth, she could show up Time, in AEW right. at that's some how, point. That's how dates work. Got it. Yes. Actually, I think in on July seventh she might be able to. If you don't take that patronizing face off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Smack it. All right. Yes, I get it. All right. So that is Forbidden Door, and that is how contracts work. I completely understand. Uh oh. Before we get into the main event topic here, uh, was there anything else uh outside? Oh shit! Yes, <laughs> I'll let you take that one. Uh, no, no, you you were the no, one that no, heard no, it. No, 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 no. You were the one that heard it. I said it off air. I'll, You're the one that wanted to bring it on air. Am I? Yeah, you were. I you, said I'm going to say this now. This way, I don't have to say this during the show. Okay, so Zaylee, no, no, you brought it up to me for the production meeting. So we're going to talk about it. You're you're going to talk about it with me. Zaylee, who has been called up from from NXT for uh-huh. a while now, mm-hmm. and initially had this hero rescuer character that went nowhere. And now she's kind of floundering, just doing absolutely nothing. Yes. She suddenly was announced by ring announcer... Samantha Irvin. That she hails from? I'm going to let you play that first. There we go. Chung Chang. I'm sorry? Chung Chang. Okay. So, yeah, she apparently is being billed for... Chung By Ching. way of Chongqing, China. <laughs> Chongqing. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I wrote that down from uh, SmackDown a couple of weeks ago, Woof. and uh, I did the Ching. research. It is not just a bunch of racist babbling. It is an actual. Place. It is an actual city, town, you know, C- complex or whatever. C H O N G Q I N G. Yes, C H O N G. Q-I-N-G. Chongqing. There you go. Yeah. God, that's hilarious. I Chong laugh. Chongqing, China. I, I laughed so entirely hard, and then I got really concerned. I'm like, oh, no. Is this, the, is, this the, is this the coffin? Is this the final nail in the coffin that'll bring down the WWE? I really hope not. <laughs> you should be very concerned. Chongqing. <laughs> oh, my God. But nobody said anything about it. I, I didn't hear it until you brought it up. I, I watched SmackDown. I, I was know, like, I and it's the same thing with the Chingona bomb from from Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Rodriguez. Fuck, Raquel yeah, Rodriguez. You write both times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that apparently means fuck me in, in you know, urban Latino rhetoric. Good for Braun Strowman. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, so there's that, and then I wanted to bring this up. Uh, yeah, so Chongqing, China. Chongqing, China. That's just don't say it fast. You sound don't say it fast, and don't say it in public either. Uh, that just sounds wrong. Yeah, keep it to yourself. Keep, it, keep, keep that nugget to yourself, yeah. and uh, yeah, have fun with that. Uh, but don't be racist. Um, did you know? First of all, do you, do you ever watch uh, Chris Lee Knows Best? No. Okay, just making sure. You never as soon as Raw's off here, I turn that shit click off. Click that off. Okay, <laughs> I just want to make sure where we stood. Unless I know Maurice is going to be in a bikini. 
That's Miz and Miz and Mrs. I know, but it's after Raw now. <laughs> That's what. Yeah. Now watch that. I'm, 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 just, I'm strictly talking about. Chris no, I don't best. watch that. I wait until Maurice posts it on Instagram. Maurice, like a normal human. I, I strictly watch Miz and Mrs. I don't even watch it that much. But when I, it's I don't on, watch Miz and Mrs. I watch Mrs. I watch Mrs. <laughs> she should really just have a, a spin-off show of that and just be her. Uh, and Miz is taking care of the kids, and Maurice is like gallivanting around the city. She doesn't even have to be doing that. Just try on different. She clothing. had the, she posted like this bikini on, like on, on Instagram, just unreal. Which one? She has like this black like in the thong. show. Oh yeah, I think the hottest mom ever. Um, she went to Coachella. <laughs> you see her outfit when she went to Coachella? I did not. I'm like, yo, she's someone's mother. <laughs> That's crazy Good for her. Um, anyway, <laughs> Ufa. Uh, anyway. So Christy knows best. I still understand why he was famous to begin with, but they apparently, you know, you get you get a uh, reality show no matter what. He got in trouble, didn't he? Uh, Todd and Julie Chrisley convicted of bank fraud and tax evasion. Each face up to thirty years in prison. Chrisley, so what you're saying doesn't know best. There you go. Oh, Goddamn. Sometimes it writes itself. Crack my knuckles. That one. Jeez. Oh, my only plod. I put myself on the back. I um, would I would applaud you right now, but God. I'm holding a microphone in one <laughs> and a phone in the other. The I I just I when I saw this a couple weeks ago, I just started cracking up. Um, <laughs> so they're not going to be on TV following Raw anymore. <laughs> is that not a thing? So Chris Lee is gone. Um, let's talk. <laughs> oh, I'm going to kind of go backwards here. I want to let's let's talk SmackDown and how the show started, and we'll take it from there. Friday Night SmackDown started with the uh, long-awaited intro, which was advertised the entire day of Friday, that Vinnie Mac was going to be on the show. Yes. Opening Please the show. Please welcome Mr. McMahon. Why it took so long. No titles, Mr. McMahon. Yeah, Mr. McMahon, he comes walking out. He, he, he should have been labeled as Vince McMahon if he were to come in. <laughs> He's a baby face now, right? Now he should be <laughs> right. So Vince McMahon, yeah. Um, and by the way, the the funny, the funny thing was that starting this whole thing off, this whole Friday day off, seeing this this advertisement for him talking on um, SmackDown uh, later in the evening, was the picture that they used was Vince McMahon from like it was a steroid trial, wasn't it? The, no, it was like two thousands McMahon. Like he okay. was a young McMahon, like right after Austin. Oh, it was a Randy Orton trial. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nothing like what you see now with with uh, the Crypt Keeper that is in the ring called Mr. McMahon. Uh, so he... Hey, it looks good for, you know, ancient. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure, sure. Sure, sure, if you say so. Um, he opened up SmackDown and basically uttered the intro phrase, uh, then, now... I want you to remember those four words. Forever, together. Heard. Yeah. Then, now, forever. And the most important one... Is together. Welcome to SmackDown. Welcome to Friday Night SmackDown. Do the mic out. I would and love we'll... to throw the mic right now, but I'm <laughs> my microphone. I'm not the <laughs> and it's attached. Yeah. Uh, threw the mic out the ring and walked out. And people backstage apparently complained that it was a money grab. A uh, money grab. A uh, ratings grab. Of course it was. <laughs> it, it got everybody talking about it. And I'm sure that first five minutes, the numbers were through the roof, and then the rest of the episode just crapped until the main event. I think he was supposed to go longer. I don't think so. I, I, I think he was supposed to go longer, and I'll tell you why. Mm. We did get a return at the end of that show on SmackDown, correct? Was that the night of the match, or was that this past Friday? That was Am I mixing my... That was that the was, same night. Yeah. Right? Yep. 
So Riddle versus Roman Reigns mm-hmm. for the, I'll say it again. Sure. <gasps> the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship. Of the world. Of the world. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, that match ended a little earlier than I thought it would have. Really? Yes. And the reason I say that is because I think there was too much time in between Roman pinning Riddle mm. and Brock Lesnar's music hitting. See, I like that, though. I, I get what you're saying. I get exactly what you're saying. I, don't, I, I didn't want it to be immediate. Right. But I want him to, you know, See, I, just raise the title mm-hmm. and then, boom, his music hit. I, I like the linger because then it had it had Cole Fucking linger lingering. Um, it had Cole, which by the way, uh, on another tangent, can I just applaud Pat McAfee for of course the I do use it every day. the use of the word titillating mm-hmm. um, and having Cole like almost break on yep. camera. I thought it was hysterical. He gets um, any foul words he can in in a good way <laughs> that's why when he's on pay-per-view he's like everybody go by everybody go by uh or go on to to the cock peacock <laughs> and uh <laughs> it really is it's so funny um he just wants to titillate your bro titillate your bro <laughs> it's, it's very funny anyway um i cole basically was was talking him off like he was going to leave the ring and you thought you were going to see on the bottom third the uh the logo and the the copyright and that was it and then here comes Lesnar, and his music hits, and he goes for the fake. I'm gonna shake your hand, and then never shake Brock Lesnar's hand. It's only ended badly. It only uh, ever, <laughs> ever. Brock Lesnar, uh, Bill Goldberg, ended badly. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman, I believe, ended badly. Roman Reigns ended badly. Don't shake a beast's hand. Don't do it. Um, you know, don't spit into the wind. He uh, gave everybody so, a fives. And then don't mess around with they you. Uh, left the ring. You do. Sorry. And then <laughs> they left the ring. Uh, and then video afterwards was him just high fiving every person on the in the aisle there, um, with his face, his baby face, his baby face ways. So uh, that's how it ended. Uh, point being is that McMahon started off, ended with a banger of a match with uh, return of Lesnar. Uh, he will, and then to be announced on Raw that he will be facing. Reigns at uh, SummerSlam in a no holds part match. All for it. All for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it too. Uh, so there's that. And then on Monday night, Vince McMahon randomly, not even announced, randomly comes out. Yeah, that one was weird. I, I think they're both rather, weird. <laughs> no, see, here's the thing. I would have rather the SmackDown one, and that was it. Do you mm. want to know why? Mm. I truly believed that that was one of the last times we were ever going to see Vince McMahon. Right. On television, and now it's not. And now it's not. <laughs> so and it ruined that moment, and that's why I didn't like it on SmackDown <laughs> on Raw. So he basically came out on Raw to announce that uh, John Cena was coming John? back. Um, with no again, no announcement whatsoever that he was coming out. But we lead all this. This is all lead to what we're about to talk about, and that is the main event story of the day, and that is Vincent Kennedy, Kennedy McMahon. Being probed, whoa, hey, uh, yo. for a three million dollar uh, hush money lawsuit. Fuck, I'll let Vince McMahon probe me for three million. Hello, I think that's what that means. Uh, that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, the company announced internally. That's yes, that's exactly what we're talking <laughs> about. Internally, that the company's board of directors, who leaked this, Nick Khan, meh, 
would be initiating an investigation into allegations that Vince McMahon paid hush money to an employee after the two had an affair. That creates a very interesting dynamic as the board includes Stephanie and Triple H. Um, there was widespread belief that somebody on the board leaked news of the scandal to the Wall Street Journal. And if you read further into it, you see that stocks were sold almost right before the announcement that this was being leaked. I have a theory. Coincidence? Go ahead. A couple weeks back, I don't think we mentioned it on here, uh, Stephanie McMahon had stepped away from her current positions in the WWE. Right. So all of her chief branding officer, all that stuff, she stepped away, took a leave of absence, I believe is what it was called, Mm -hmm. and uh, nobody could really tell why she did that. If she wanted a break, this and this and that. Nobody really knew. It was was really weird. The other side story, too, was that she was kind of like fired by Vince. I didn't see that. Yeah. I saw that it was more she was internally. Like she stepped away. Yeah, no, internally it was there was grumblings that he kind of let her go. But here's the thing: I think that was done on purpose. Mm. I think that she knew about this mm. the whole time, and she was in on it. Not in on it like right. in a bad I, way. I'm sure, yes. <laughs> but she was in on this plan right. where that if anything happened to Vince, over. like any as far as law wise, where he would ha- be forced to step away, where it would be in the best interest of the company. Mm. Uh, that she would have to leave all of her her positions currently and assume the role right. of CEO, right. which is what happened. That's why as soon as I saw that she was named interim CEO, I go, oh, she left because she of... Knew. She knew. Mm. Like, she knew the whole time. There are... And I don't think it was a board that appointed her. I think it was just like, hey. Right. She's been literally... Sitting. Preparing for this job since she was 18 years old. Literally seated at, <laughs> seated at the right hand of the father. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> we'll come and get in glory to judge the living and the dead. <laughs> and there you go. And the kingdom will have no end. Um, uh, there Damn, are, that's 12 years of Catholic school for you. Right, it's, it's drilled it's in my brain. drilled into my head. <laughs> 12 people on the board. One of them is Vince, so I'm sure he didn't rat himself out. And then, You think another one is John Laurinaitis? So of, the four, of those four people, Johnny... Who, by the way, Johnny Ace, Vinnie Mac. There's Vinnie Mac, Steph, and Trip. So that leaves, if my math is correct, eight more people to yes. kind of put that out there. They, One of them is Nick Khan. So uh, leaves seven more. Seven people. more people. It could have been Nick. Um, he's looking for that power. Uh, they apparently there was an article also that they One took of them John. Is Cody John. <laughs> <laughs> they took Laurenitis's phone and they uh, disconnected it. Things are not looking good for Mister Bella. No. <laughs> That's right. Stepdad, what did you do? No. Oof. <laughs> um, so there's, yeah, so there's that and pe- uh, people in the company obviously saying that they didn't know about this. Uh, fact of the investigation and everything seems to indicate that somebody on the board did leak the news. Told people there. We've already talked about that. Um, let's see here. Under, under investigation uh, for the Hush Money Pack, there are law firms that are now uh, joining the, the looking into this, there there is no suit yet, uh, but there are two more law firms since this release that joined uh, this legal nightmare for WWE. Um, share price took a huge dip. Uh, five groups have already begun searching for investors who lost money over the news to include potential class action lawsuits. No no lawsuits have been filed, but the number of firms looking into the matter keeps adding up. Now two additional law firms, as I just mentioned. Um, the value of WWE stock significantly dropped the day after the news about Vince broke. 
belief is that the failure to have disclosed information that has that was known before it became public cost a lot of people a lot of money. Elon That's Musk, some shit too. Elon Musk smoking weed on a podcast did better. <laughs> it's rough. That's some shit too. That's like an added this added addendum to this entire insanity is that these people who lost all this money because of the stock uh, that they're about to be sued for that. Um, really? That uh, fuck! I could have gotten in on that. So <laughs> God damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! I would have taken um, that check, whatever it was. I wouldn't have even cashed it. I would have just put it. Reports. It just. It's got a figure. It's got Vince McMahon's autograph on yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But you, yeah, you can still deposit it. I mean, now now you can just take the photo and just deposit it. And oh, still frame good it. Good point. Good point. I will do. So that. you have the money and the check. Fuck yeah! That's See? why. That's why. That's why I keep you around. That's why I'm here. Uh, reports also of Linda McMahon piecing out. Yeah, they're not sleeping in the same. Hard to run a family business if the family's in shambles. Yeah. Yeah. And but, there's that. But this whole thing, I mean, just like, like how old is he now? 77? 78? Older than any wrestler would ever last. Vince, American huh. wrestling promoter. Turns out the first Vince that you type in is Vince McMahon. There you go. 76. Like, he's 76. So this here of jacked Vince McMahon is the photo that they had on the promotion for him talking on SmackDown. Yeah, but the fu- and this is the Vince you got here, the older, more wrinklier Hang on. Vince. Well, let's be honest. Other than, you know, the horseshoe coming in on his head, there's not that much of a difference. Come on, dude. Don't, don't act like you know what the horseshoe is. And, like, come, you know what the horseshoe is. Let's be honest. Do you not see what I have going exactly. on? Exactly. Yeah. How dare you. Uh, half a bill? Half a bill. WWE lost half a billion in value since Vince McMahon probe. Why does um, that look like Bob Backlund? <laughs> he has the same, the same pose. That's what I'm saying. Uh, let's see here. With the uh, white shirt and the red tie, like it really looks like Bob Backlund. All good picture. news. Just a week ago, last Wednesday, Pro Wrestling Giant had a market cap just above $5 billion. Since then, when news came out after its board investigating longtime chairman and CEO, paying millions of dollars in hush money to an ex-employee, WWE has lost $500 million in valuation. As of this writing, shares in the publicly traded WWE were down 10% in the last week. Hence, lawsuit. Um, yeah, just, just absolute insanity. Man. Rough week for old Vinnie Mac. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, and, and more news to develop as this, this keeps going because this is just some crazy shit. And it just came out of, out of absolutely nowhere. And the, the idea of him trying to save face by being on his products kind of is weird to me. Yeah. Like, did his lawyers say, his advisors would be like, listen, you should be on TV because do you want to the have like a good, thing wasn't good facial weird. persona? The SmackDown thing wasn't weird to me. The SmackDown thing, I go, oh, he wants to make it known that, like, you know, he's not really going anywhere. He's still going to be around, all that stuff. Right. The Raw, I'm just like, all right, what are we doing, dude? Right. Please don't come out every show and start the show. Like, right. I don't want that. Right, no. <laughs> Nobody wants that. I Nobody love I love Vince. Don't get me wrong. Vince has provided a good portion of my childhood. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants. I mean, nobody wants my childhood either. Hello, Jason. Nobody. No, I'm kidding. I'll take a dark turn. <laughs> nobody wants <laughs> Scott and Scott, Scott Hall and Scott Steiner. What? It was one of the business oh, things on, the, on that team. one of the law firms. Yes, Scott Hall deceased Sorry. and Scott Steiner got it. I got a uh, Rosenlaw Rosenberg. Yes, attention span of a peanut. Uh, and there's seven firms. Pomegranates. Law- no, Pomerantz, Pomerantz. Sorry. <laughs> there I think s- I might be also a touch dyslexic. <laughs> there are seven firms, apparently. And this uh, all all posted by this uh, Brandon Thurston on Twitter. Uh, and then talking about shareholders uh, it being investigated. 
man, what a, what a story. What a, what a world we live in. Hush Sto- money. And, and story the, developing. And the funny and not the funny thing, but the the weird thing is that he will probably most likely pay these up, guys off too. Get off on well, like yeah, pay them off or Oh, he gets off on a lot. I'm sure well as, as this whole story has told you. But him getting off of like scot free, uh just because of the NDA. Yeah. And but if it wasn't her if it wasn't her, I just why I need a lawyer in the room. If it wasn't her that disclosed it, it would have been this, someone who had knowledge of the situation. But then does that discredit the NDA then? Because it wasn't her that said it. Yeah, that if it's as long as it's not her, so unless the, the other unless everybody in the situation uh had to sign an NDA. If everybody had to sign one, like every board member had to sign one mm. about it, mm-hmm. then okay. Also, this isn't it, to me this is more of a, a legal versus moral deal. Mm-hmm. Right? Is it legal to use his own money to pay somebody off? I know it's illegal if he uses WWE use, money. Right, I was going to say you can't use... Yeah, if he yeah. used WWE money, he's in a lot of shit. He's got to use personal money. Yeah, it would have to be personal right. money. Now it's just a matter of, is it moral or not? No. All right, that's all fine and good. Why are the courts getting involved? <laughs> because of the pending lawsuits that are about to happen. What are the law, what, what lawsuits? What are the lawsuits? What do they entail? Just, okay, we can go over it again. The The amount of money that was lost by these stockholders they're blaming it on that's what the lawsuit's about that's what the pending lawsuits are about to to come down because of lost stock prices let me go back they lost it was valued at 5 billion don't tell me I was trying to they lost 500 million okay Uh, I thought this was all about suing over the the however hush money gimmick much as the WWE board values their audience they value their stockholders even more uh, let's see here, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to go through all this nonsense about the cock. Peacock. Uh, peacock. Um, bah, 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 bah. It's a whole story. Just <laughs> This entire article is just bas- basically the story of WWE. All right, so I get the gist of it. I am going to have to do some more investigating into this because I really thought it was a matter of, like, the hush money. Like I thought it was first reported by Wall Street Journal, covering the three three million dollar payoff to former WWE paralegal and her signed NDA. Uh huh. Um, WWE board has also discovered other older non disclosure agreements involving claims by former female WWE employees of misconduct by Mr. McMahon and one of his top executives, John Laurinaitis. There are multiple claims against both men and crossover in the case of the former WWE paralegal hired in 2019. The former employee was moved from WWE legal department in 2021 to become Laurinaitis' assistant. A huge bump Uh-oh. for this person. Uh-huh. The board learned of the $3 million payoff in a series. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? You seen that porn? Um, I didn't say anything. The board learned of the $3 million payoff in a series of anonymous emails they received from someone who said the former WWE paralegal was a friend. One email oh, said okay. the paralegal Time was out. given to okay. Laurinaitis like a toy. I get it now. I did read that correct. Okay. So, you are correct. If she said anything to anybody about it, mm. this whole thing's thrown out. Sure. Now, I also want to preface this by saying, I am not a lawyer. Oh, okay. I, I was confused. I thought you were. I am not a lawyer. So, And this is not legal advice. Really but in my head, if she talked about the non-disclosure agreement with anybody, mm-hmm. this case is getting thrown out. Sure. All right. I just wanted to make sure I read that correct. I just didn't hear the whole stock price thing. That's on me. 
So there's, there's two situations happening here. There's the NDA and then there's the stockholder. So McMahon is now split okay. between both of these situations. Some might call it a rock and a hard place. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, look at that. <laughs> How about that? Oh, Vinnie Mac. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Hush money. I hope it's not the fall of... I, I really hope this isn't like getting Al Capone on tax evasion. It, it might be. Oh, fuck. It really might be. But, here, okay, here's, here's a... Here's but, my issue. We sure. complain about Vince McMahon and how like we we want Vince McMahon to not be a part of the product. But when this stuff comes out and he leaves away as part of the product, we're like, God damn, Vince. I, I, why? I, I did say to someone, I was like, this is not the way I thought we would see the end of Vince McMahon. I thought because he, you know, we kept talking and joking around. He's not going to die. He's just going to live on forever and continue to do this. And at one point, he's just, just going to like drop dead in the ring, and that's the last we're going to see of him. But nobody. I, unless you just put like five dollars on this bet, and it, it was it had like a plus two thousand hit, like Vince McMahon would go by you know some sort of uh, uh, hush money. Right. <laughs> I call bullshit, Chris. Let me let me tell you. Uh, did you put it on Fanduel? That <laughs> with five dollars on Fanduel. If that was a bet at a twenty six thousand plus twenty six thousand plus twenty six thousand, uh, I'm putting five dollars. I'm putting ten bucks on that. Bitch. Sure, absolutely. Are you crazy? I would not be talking to you right now. Are you crazy? That is like one of the easiest twenty six plus twenty six thousand odds I've ever taken. Ever taken, life. and I would take that money that I won, and wait till it, the stock bottoms out, and I'd buy it all again. Because knowing, honestly, honest to God, if I and I'm saying this hypothetically, but if I had the money to do that, knowing where it is now, and if Stephanie and, and Triple H take it to where it can go, I, I'd, I'd put my money back into it. I would definitely agree with you. The current uh, so, listing price of the WWE stock please. is I feel like fifty nine twenty four. Down from? I'll put it to you like this. In April of twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. I bought WWE stock at forty and change. I believe okay. it was forty oh eight. In October of twenty eighteen, it was ninety ten. Mm. In May of twenty uh, I'm sorry, April of 2019, it was 96.71. Okay. What? A month ago, it was 63.31. That was, I'm sorry, that was a week ago. Okay. A week ago. It's wow. down 7%, wow. almost 8% in a week. Wow. In a month, I'm going to show you this after because it's hilarious. Mm. In a month, it's somehow up 0.65%. Okay. But about halfway through that month, it was up 9%. And it looks like a roller coaster. <laughs> that thing, that stock chart is dropped. Sharp drop. Dropped. It, it, On what? June 15th, 2022, uh-huh. it was 67.18. Okay. It is now 59.23. That's not good. What is the drop? If you really got this is very boring talk. The drop, can you find out uh, on in uh, March of 2020? What the drop was around that time? Because I'm just I'm just curious now. Since we're doing stock talk, I'm just curious. It was, the drop. It had already dropped. It had dropped big time in April 3rd of 2020. It was. Uh, what was it in February? I'm just trying to. Uh, 44.93. That's it. Wow, jeez. Yeah, it dropped before that. Even before COVID. Yeah, I'm just trying to get. Now, I, I just want to point this out COVID to you. To the stock. April 19th, 2019. Mm. Remember that date. I want you to type in the internet. Go on, go on to the old Google machine. The interwebs. The interwebs. The WWWs. Mm-hmm. 
and type in when was AEW founded? <laughs> okay. When was AEW founded? Was it twenty eighteen? Twenty nineteen? January first, twenty nineteen. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. When did that stock thing go up? Stock plummeted on April nineteenth of twenty nineteen. Hmm. Double or nothing twenty nineteen. <laughs> Look it up. Okay. Double or nothing. There was twenty nineteen right there. May twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. Interesting. Oh, look at you. Huh? <laughs> I love when you Shout out Tony Khan. We just uh, proud with yourself. <laughs> <sighs> we have gone through a lot in we did. a very short period of time, and I'm proud we of did. ourselves. Um, Vince McMahon talked about Sasha, talked about Jeff, talked about sports entertainers. entertainers. Uh, uh, I got speaking sweaty. Of, speaking of, uh, <laughs> as always, uh, last thing I will mention, uh, since we were talking about Jeff Hardy, and I forgot to mention this before, um, but the ladder match that they had, it was supposed to be with, including Jeff Hardy, uh, apparently with the double or nothing injury that he took, that kind of led, which these articles are insinuating that it led to his DUIs again. Um, he was supposed to be in that match, ended up being uh, just the Young Bucks versus uh, uh, Jurassic Express, and uh, what a fucking match, dude. Like, it was just absolutely insane, and we have new champions in Young Bucks. But first two-time, two-time. First two-time. AEW Tag Team Champions first two time. of the world. And I'm glad it was them. Yeah. Uh, had to be them. It had to be them. But it was more so the news that happened after the match uh, that got everybody's attention. And that's one Mr. Christian Cage and his yeah. dissension from said Express. Yeah. And you saw that coming a mile away. Like, we were just waiting and waiting and waiting. But finally happened. Finally happened. Turned him. Not gave, mad at it. Turned him. Turned him around while he's leaving the ring. Gave him the kill switch, and uh, then proceeded after everything went off the air to verbally curse out his mom and his sister. That was awesome. Um, that was very funny. Um, very very funny. And then on Dynamite, talking about his dad being dead, like he. Yeah, he went in. He went in. He went in there. He went in. And Shout out, uh, Luke Perry. I just want to point that out. He's he, Christian Cage is now like the heelest of heels. Yeah, and if he if he can pull this off, where this storyline this this storyline intrigues me, and I'm, I'm going to end with these two storylines, and then whatever else you want to finish up with, uh, this storyline intrigues me because now it looks like he's incorporating uh, Luchasaurus to be kind of his hand against possibly the hand of the king, the, the hand of the king. Um, apparently, uh, maybe against Jungle Boy, and I think that's an awesome. Way to split them up. I think it is also, but I don't think it's going to take. I don't think uh, Luchasaurus is going to go along with it unless Luchasaurus demasks himself and becomes Judas Draven once more. Mm. Could be good. Could be good. Uh, that and I'm <laughs> I'm thoroughly enjoying. It. I didn't think I was. Cause I think it's it's a it's a sports entertainer uh, trope. Um, but this whole thing with uh, Kevin Owens and Ezekiel and Elias. I love it. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And this past Monday, with the two of them being on TV, first of all, kudos to them for, again, being WWE. I now know why WWE never got back to me when I applied for a job. It's because why? Because I would never be able to do that shit. <laughs> that, wh- whoever edited that video was awesome. I mean, you know, the, obviously, uh, the beard they were was in the same place. Awful. And- <laughs> 
the, the beard was awful. But yeah, having them in the same room was good on them. They're, Some might say his beard was weird. The the, the beard definitely you could tell that the beard was glued on. Their fist bump didn't even touch. No, it didn't. <laughs> that, that was very funny. Um, but the best part of the entire thing was not the concert, but you saw, you knew for a fact when he came backstage past the gorilla gorilla position and was on the mic, you knew like that was pre recorded. Yeah. And I just but I but even knowing that, I love that they're putting so much thought into this. Me too. So like the idea like next week, now I have to watch this segment on Raw because I need to see whatever match they're gonna put together. If if Elron now comes out <laughs> and faces Kevin Owens, I, I will give Ezekiel you, you gotta give like a title to him. Just because just for the effort that he's putting forth into this whole character creation. Even if it's a twenty four seven title. Give him something. <laughs> give him give him something because yeah. I think it's just hysterical. This Make whole, the, the new whole thing WWE hysterical. all Pacific championship. <laughs> <laughs> You biter! It's yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm all for it. So yeah. So th- those two storylines: Christian Cage on AEW side, and Ezekiel Elias and his fake beard on WWE side. I'm, I'm all for. Is there anything else that you want to hit up before we hit it up? Uh, Tony Storm. Oof. Yeah, Tony Storm was on Talk Is Jericho, and she revealed that she was supposed to be in a storyline in a love triangle with. Rick Boogs and Dolph Ziggler. Really? Yeah. That would have been hilarious. I would have loved to see that. I would have loved to see it too. But, you know, just the, the lead and edge portion in the ring. Right. That's really it. Right. <laughs> uh, the other thing was a uh, shout out to Gunter. Yes. Gunter is our new Intercontinental Champion. Congratulations to Walter. Yeah. I'm sorry? Gunter? Oh, Gunter. Yeah, Gunter Stark, former Nazi SS member. I'm sorry, what? That's not right. What? That can't be right. Yeah, no. I mean, that, I mean that it is not, right. It is right. It is right, but it's also not right. That's not right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not right. No. <laughs> Other than that, that's it. Oh, boy. Okada. Okada on, on Dynamite. I am so excited for Sunday. I'm excited, too. I'm so hyped. I'm very excited. And, and it's it, it, kudos to Tony Khan for putting something like this together. Like this, like super mega event. Like it's it's very cool to have like a crossover um, in select theaters too. In select theaters as well. Uh, very cool to have a crossover, uh, mm-hmm. something like this. And it's it's unfortunate that WWE won't do something like this. And they have. I mean, technically they did. Um, yeah, they way did. back in the day. Way back when. Way back when. Yeah, it's the only reason you got Road Warriors footage in Japan. Um, I was talking about ECW, but sure. Okay, there's that too. <laughs> well, one Night Stand being one of the best pay-per-views yeah, that, ever. Wasn't that already after WWE had bought them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. WWE bought them already. That's true. So there's nothing... No, you can't even compare this last ROH pay-per-view. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can't even compare this last ROH yeah, pay-per-view. Yeah, that's true. There's really nothing else. That sucks. I, I, that there's sucks never there's... been a full pay-per-view revolved around I, I know you're promotion the, versus promotion. I know you're the biggest company in the world, but it would have been nice if you just kind of swallowed your pride for two seconds and just yeah. came together with another corp- organization and just split it up. Like I know like New Japan, I'm sure every match will be like, it'll be 50-50 booking, I'm sure. What do you think happens first? For Forbidden Door. You think... WWE works with another promotion in a in a in a pay per view the same way AEW did, or mm. or Dana White and Jake Paul could cross promote a fighting event. 
I think that would happen first. Right? Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Although now, see, this is this is what happens when you when you have new blood come in, and if Stephanie and Triple H run this WWE world, the universe, mm-hmm. um, the galaxy, at, at the <laughs> not AEW, <laughs> if they run the universe uh, as in their image and Triple H's image, I, I I can always foresee good things. Um. I'm, I'm excited to see that, but but Triple H, there was talk that he would have at some point. He had the idea of doing some sort of like cross promotional stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I, which would have been nice. It would have been nice. An it, NXT Ring of Honor pre AEW purchase would yeah. have been would have been dope. That would have been dope. Um, yeah. So it's only time will tell. But ladies but, and you gentlemen, know, you can't always get what you want. That's true. Wise man once said that. Yeah, if you yeah. try sometimes, sometimes, you might find. Might find. You get what you give. Uh-huh. Uh, with that being said. Ladies and gentlemen, we are done. Is there anything else before we... I'm tapped out. Peace out on this show. Right here. See? Got you tapping out. I tap out. Uh, thank you guys so very much for listening once again. The feedback is absolutely outstanding. Uh, shout out to all our friends who uh, constantly comment <laughs> on the stuff that we talk about and the bullshit that we speak. Um, and everybody on, on Twitter uh, hitting us up, we thank you guys so very much. Uh, I... Anyway! I don't know why I'm so enamored with the song, but I'm just going to close out because I have the mouse in my hand. Um, please hit us up on, on Twitter. Let us know what you think. Sons of Slam Twitter. Uh, listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, have a great weekend. Good night and good luck. Because I'm about to get into my feelings. How you feeling? How you feel right now? Sons of Slam podcast.